have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. to reality tea times two the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality tv we love to hate i'm janika and today we're going to be discussing the last resort so before we do we have some hot gods that is last resort related and we also have a few memes so We'll do that on top of the episode. So let's go into the hot goss first. So I'm sure a lot of us already knew about the, well, the spoiler that gave us the, the idea that a new show was going to be coming um, from the day universe. And that had to do with these, this particular review on the hotels, I don't know, it was the website or Google reviews or whatever it was, um, that gave it away that there was something coming. Well, I actually read an article that went a little more in depth with this, and I found it quite interesting. And of course, I'm going to go through some of these reviews. I thought they were, some of them were actually kind of funny. So I can't quite remember where I got this article from, but I feel like it might have been Screen Rant or something like that. So basically, the person who wrote this article made a very good point of the fact that TLC, well, they kind of kept referring to TLC. It's TLC, yes, but it's also Matt Sharp Productions. Um, They could have definitely rented out this hotel. Again, the hotel, for those who don't remember, it's called Isla Bella. Um, and they could, have, they could have rented out this entire hotel for the two weeks. Instead, they didn't. And obviously we know that there were other guests at the hotel at the same time as filming. And no one was ever warned about the filming that was upcoming. Again, it's, you know, a lot of these people plan these trips long in advance 
and they just didn't get the experience they thought they were going to be getting or expected that they would be getting. I am curious to know because we kind of already know that, um, and I think I've mentioned already on this podcast, that this is the same place where um, Married at First Sight filmed um, one of the honeymoons during COVID when they couldn't really travel abroad. I know that's a different experience, so maybe they don't have to, you know, close down the entire place for filming in that case. I also mentioned that this is also the same place where Jersey Shore filmed um, one of their family vacations a few years back as well. Might be a couple seasons back. I honestly can't remember. But again, they can get a little rowdy at times for sure. Um, but I also don't think they closed down for them either. Their children were there too and everything like that. So I'm not too sure how they handled them being there. Um, but when you have people like Angela and Ed, yeah, maybe you should <laughs> rent out the entire place for the next two weeks. The resort, they describe themselves as the following, just to set the scene for the reviews. A beautiful new contemporary 199 guest room luxury resort in the heart of the Florida Keys, Isla Bella is perfectly nestled in one of the most stunning locations in the country. It is surrounded by a mile of waterfront at the foot of the iconic Seven Mile Bridge in Marathon, Florida. The resort has five swimming pools, multiple dining options, the spa at Isla Bella, a full-service fitness center, several water sports, and a daily activities program. So this also makes it very interesting, and what actually did catch my eye as well was the fact that they were starting to get complaints on TripAdvisor in the end of January 2023. Y'all, I recall saying in previous episodes that this filmed before this situation between Kelly and Molly. It sounds like it happened after. So, yeah. I'm not sure, but that's what it sounds like. And if this filmed after that incident... No wonder Molly's checked out. I would be checked out too. I really would. So I find that very interesting. So let's get into the reviews. The reviews go like this. First review. First of all, they were filming episodes of a reality TV show at my visit. Pools closed. All five of them? That's me, by the way. That's my question. Back to the review. Areas closed crew members all over the resort. Then at checkout, the nerve to charge $28 a day for outdoor parking. Wow. Next review. Excellent stay at Isla Bella Resort. Very relaxing. Great location and beautiful views. Food at the pool was excellent. Many pools in front of the room CUs, which were not crowded at all. The only downside was there was filming for 90 Day Fiancé during our stay, which we were not made aware of by the resort prior to booking. 
There were crews everywhere and at first was fine, but became a bit annoying. For example, we were going to play a game hosted by the resort by the bar at night, but was canceled because they were filming. That's annoying. That's really annoying. The next review. Beautiful property, excellent staff, great place for my wife and I to chill for a week. The only problem was there was a reality TV show filming two units down from ours. Ooh, wait for it. We later heard they had 15 units in the complex. The pool closest to our unit was reserved and closed for entire visits. Large groups of of behind-the-scenes staff were everywhere, starting at 8 a.m. on our front porch. Ooh. That's... I'm sorry. But anyway, there's more. The highlight was an F-bomb lace tirade uh, at 10 p.m. on the beach outside our door. Video provided to management. I wonder what that was. Yeah. And that's probably, that explains everything. That explains everything. The crew never said shit to the therapist. It was probably the resort who, you know, obviously doesn't give a shit either. But, you know, we have guests. You literally had guests two doors down from you. Anyway, there's more. The final insult was the response of management in quote saying they are guests too. I can assure you if you or I walked down the beach throwing F-bombs everywhere, we would have been very, at the very least, been escorted off the property by the police. We did receive a small credit on our bill, but it was not sufficient in the overall expenditure of our getaway. We cut our visit short by two nights and found another property. My advice is to ask ahead of time if any third party has run to the use of this property prior to booking a trip. We were told by staff this is not the first time this has happened. Now, yes, I definitely agree. You need to maybe ask these questions. But who would even think to ask these fucking questions? You know what I mean? Firstly. And secondly, they should be telling people. Anyway, they seem to have kind of one response for the guests, the resort, which kind of sounded something like this. Thank you for choosing to stay with us. We are deeply sorry that your stay was anything but the best, you think? We have addressed your concerns with our team and the production crew that departs later this week. We are confident that we can re-earn your trust on return visit and showcase the world-class resort atmosphere they were known for. You're no longer known for a world-class atmosphere if you have fucking Angela and Ed in your resort while filming. You're just not. Sorry. Use flash. <laughs> um... But yeah, to put it in perspective as to why they could have just, you know, bought the place out, TLC last year in 2022 made $33.817 billion. Do better. Do better. I think you can afford it. Anyway, that's it for the hot gods. I thought that quite interesting. Um, 
and uh, to kind of see the reviews really like up close and personal. It's unfortunate. I I listen. I love the show. I love these people, but I don't think I want to travel with them while they are filming, especially Angela and Ed. Actually, I can live without Angela and Ed. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be there while filming. That's it for the hot goss. Let's move on to the memes. Meme number one. Seeing them on the bikes, all I could think of was the boys are back in town. <laughs> anyway. Next meme. Not at snoring in his regression session. My guy snored as well. I, I, I'm curious. We're not going to talk too much about it, but I'm curious to know if that was fake. But anyway, we'll get into it. Next meme. I was today years old when I learned they made adult-sized floaties. Me too. But that's it for the memes. We do have a little bit more that we will obviously share to the socials. All of them will be shared to the socials. So you can experience them all there. But anyway, let's get into the reason that we are here. 90 day. Beyonce, The Last Resort. Season 1, Episode 5, Last Call. So we're kind of back at the conversation between Kelly and Molly. And Kelly says, Molly is drama. And she does say that she doesn't want to see him cry because she cares about him. Like, you know, she, she doesn't want to see that wolf. So Dr. Jason basically believes that there is hope for them. <sighs> okay, after what I just read, um, in terms of the timeline here, which I think my timeline was wrong, I don't know about that. Anyway. And it hurts for Kelly that... You know, he thinks that she doesn't love him. Again, I... My, my thoughts have now very much changed because if this happened after what happened with her daughter, I mean, yeah. You know? Anyway. I mean, maybe the timeline is still off for me. Maybe I'm getting the dates wrong here, but my understanding, this would have been now after. So I don't know. He does say that he loves her. So Dr. Jason decides he has more homework for them to go on a date. And he tells them, don't talk about the bad things. Just reflect on the good. Molly actually, in this moment, does kind of take some of the blame for the reason why their relationship is the way it is. And I think that's a good start. Um, because it's never just one person, you know, but anyway, I think that's a good start. And again, I mentioned here as well, didn't know that there were adult floaties, but apparently there are. Anyway, that's it. That's, that's the only thing I'm mentioning. 
let's moving on to the date uh, with Molly and Kelly. They're going to be bowling with coconuts. Molly got all of her pins down on the one try. Good for her. Kelly, on the other hand, throws that coconut and misses them all. And you kind of see them really having fun here. You can tell Molly's very competitive. And it's nice to see. So now we're with Jovi and Yara. And it's clear that they fucked last night, which means they failed on their homework. Anyway, I mean, is that really a fail? I mean, if I was told that all I had to do was cuddle, don't, don't have sex, but then I ended up having sex anyway, that's a win for everybody. Anyway, that's me. But he says, you know what, since we failed, let's just, let's just do it again. <laughs> oh, these guys don't have the same type of problems as everybody else. I mean, we have couples who can't even sleep in the same bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're with Kalani and Oswaliu, and um, they're talking about the fact that they did their homework. She says that she did hers twice. We do later find out that Oswaliu also did his twice. He just didn't tell her. Anyway, he mentions that while he was doing his homework, he was thinking about her. I don't think she was thinking of him, but he kind of says, and it's in the moment that he was like thinking about her smell and all of that. And he kind of went too far. I'm not even going to say what he said. He went too fucking far. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And she kind of says that she didn't think of, that she didn't think of Hall Pass guy. Um, because, you know, she hasn't been in contact with him anyways, right? But again, she also wasn't really thinking of Oswalu. So when she said, I mean, I haven't been in contact with him, so I haven't been thinking about him. Are you fucking kidding me, ma'am? That's not how that works. If anything, it's probably going to make you think about him more because you're not talking about him or talking to him, you know what I mean? And um, we later find out that that too was a lie. So back to the date. They kind of go walking on this kind of boardwalk thing, and they're going to just talk. Um, both Kelly and Molly said that they did not do their homework um, the night before, which, if they are, if anyone remembers, their homework from a sex therapist was they had to kind of figure out their individual turn-on-and-offs, so they weren't in the right mindset in order to do that. So they said, you know what, let's do it right now. She says, you're boring. I don't know if that's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> um, maybe I can spin this a bit and say maybe because he is... Okay, let me go a little more. Because she talks about the fact that he's boring in sex. So maybe that's could be definitely a turn off because he's boring and doesn't want to explore new things. That could be the turnoff. Potentially, I can kind of spin that a little bit. But anyway, she goes into detail a little bit here and says that she's a little more adventurous maybe than he is. She wants to explore more, whereas 
maybe he doesn't. Like maybe he's a little more open to, or she's a little more open to do a little more, you know, S&M type stuff, right? She said like, we've gone to the sex shop and you didn't seem at all interested in trying anything that's in there. Now, here's what I'll say. If someone doesn't match your level sexually and you're, you know, you are able to explore and try new things, but the person you're with just isn't into it, it can't create a problem long-term. I have the same situation with my ex where he wasn't about any of that. He wasn't, I wanted to try new things. I want to explore more. I wanted to, you know, maybe be tied up or shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was interested in trying that and he wasn't, he was not about it. And it was funny to me because it's like, okay, but wait, you, he watched 50 shades of gray. Not to say that that's, that's not it. I know this. That's not the, the ballpoint here, but that was at that time, that first movie had just come out. And I was just like, but you've watched the movie and he watched it on his own. I did not tell him to watch it or watch it with me or anything like that. He watched it on his own. And I'm like, but you've watched it. I don't want to say I want to go to that extreme, but I want to go somewhere. You know what I mean? He was interested in it. We had other issues in our relationship, which became the demise of it, but that could have definitely become an issue later on if I'm willing to try new things and he isn't that could have become a little boring. And luckily I have someone who's a little more open, but it's just like, that can create a problem. If that isn't him, he just needs to say so. If it is him, then what's the problem? But he does go a little deeper into this. So I wonder if this is more of where his mind is at, is not allowing him to go there. That's what I'm starting to wonder. But anyway, he, she kind of says that she thought they would have sex, you know, every day once he moved. Um, but I guess they haven't. Um, she doesn't feel desired, she says. And she goes on to say that you also don't want to talk about your past relationships, the traumas that you experienced in your career. And she says, until you have the closure um, from those things, there's no way we can move on. He decides to walk away and take a minute to process what he was just told. So this gives me a good opportunity to put my two cents in. So when it comes to past relationships, you never really know how important it is to talk about those things until you actually talk about those things. So it's important just throwing it out there. My boyfriend was talking about his past relationships without me even having to prompt him. I know everything. I know everything. (laughs) I know everything from the, you know, the actual relationships he had to the situations (laughs) he's had. I know everything. And if he'll, and again, there's no judgment on my part. Some of the shit he's told me is fucking hilarious and I love it. And I love that I can share that with him. 
and he felt comfortable to share that with me. And he knows, I mean, I've, you know, most of my past relationships, but again, I think the fact that I had a marriage, it kind of just overshadows all the others. And he knows everything about that. It's important to share those things with your partner, um, which is something, again, that lacked in my previous relationship. Looking back, I knew some stuff. Again, we were much younger, so I think it was a little more limited in terms of past relationships at the time. But I do realize like what was kind of lacking there. So, you know, it's important to talk about those things. Now, when it comes to his career and the traumas he experienced, and he does talk about the fact while he's kind of off processing, saying that he's worked on high profile cases, I would love to know what that means. I would love to know what that means. I don't think we'll ever know what that means. Remember for the NYPD, that's, mm, I want that. That police department has seen shit. I don't know. But anyway. Um, so I understand why maybe it's difficult for him to talk about those things. It is no fucking joke what cops go through. You know, in terms of what they have seen, what they've experienced. It's no fucking joke. PTSD is very fucking real within the department, which is, I mean, we can, I don't want to go into the dark side of things when it comes to the police, but it's no wonder certain people snap and do some bullshit that causes more issues within, you know, the trust of us as individuals of the police, which is why they need to take care of their own. Because he also says, the atmosphere, the work environment wasn't the greatest. So that is not an easy thing to talk about. I think, again, when we're dealing with the a man as well, men really do struggle to talk about their traumas, their stressors, their mental health. They really do. And I think that's something that needs to change. But we're talking about a person who's in his 40s and set in his ways. And then you add that layer of this is a black man. And again, I'm not saying this to discount anywhere, anyone else, because I'm not. But it's a different ballgame. You're dealing with a black man who has mental health issues. They don't know how to handle. And when they have that change happen, and sometimes they don't know what's happening and they don't want, they don't want to talk about it. They especially don't want to talk about it with their girlfriend or their wife or their fiance or whatever. They don't want to talk about those things because it makes them look weaker, which is why And I come from a place where I kind of understand this, but it's so important as a woman in a man's life, if they are fortunate to have that or their partner, whatever it is, man, woman, doesn't matter. Um, it is so important to make them know you don't have to be this strong individual with me. Just be you. 
whatever you're feeling, know you can come to me and tell me. And we'll work through it together. And every time I think about a black man who is struggling mentally, my heart and my mind is instantly always goes back to, um, to Twitch and how heartbreaking that was, you know? But yes, I, he does eventually come back and he, um, before he comes back to talk to her, he does say that he feels like he's being attacked, constantly being attacked. He feels like she doesn't quite understand um, how his job affected him. Well, have you told her? Have you talked to her about that? You know what I mean? Are you able to talk to her about it? Maybe you're not even able to talk to her about it, like I said before. You know, he, again, like I mentioned, that he dealt with a lot of high-profile cases. But, yeah. He also feels like she is using his career as a scapegoat and not taking accountability for her traumas in life. We don't know a lot about her traumas in life. And I would briefly got something when she was pregnant with Olivia. I can't remember because this was back in her first season. But I recall her saying that her parents kicked her out when she was pregnant. So I, I honestly cannot remember. But, um, and so he, again, he goes over to talk to her and he tells her this. And she says that she does acknowledge that she has traumas that she does need to work through. And he says he is going to look into himself in order to heal, in order to help with their relationship. So we'll see. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie, or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code, REALITYT2, to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P dot C-A, and use our unique coupon code, REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. The next thing, again, only going to talk very briefly about, not going to mention any names, but path, past life regression does look very interesting. I know it doesn't work for everybody, but I will try. My mom actually tried doing past life regression and it didn't work for her. 
Now, I do understand they kind of say like the quote unquote weaker, if that's the term you want to use, you are the easier it is to actually be hypnotized into that state, right? Um, and not everyone is able to do it. So, yeah. Anyways, leprechaun question mark. <laughs> um, I didn't know leprechauns existed. Thought they didn't. Maybe he was dressed as a leprechaun in that life. I don't know. Because he said performing. He was a performer in his past life in 1660-something. Anyway. Um, anyway, he does mention as well, and obviously you know who I'm talking about, so I'm not going to mention his name. Um, that Dr. Petey looks like Jenny. That's been going around. It's been making the rounds. 100% she looks like Jenny. Chicken Jenny. Jenny and Smith. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. So now we see the boys are on bikes. Joby, Yasuelu, Kelly. Um, and they're going to be going off the resort and they're going to go to a bar since there's no, no sessions. I didn't mention here that seeing them on bikes felt like they were little kids riding to their favorite spot to explore some shit. Um, and I also wrote, of course, Josie knows where the strip clubs are in this fucking place. Anyway, meanwhile, we have Kalani and Yara. They are, you know, talking. And Yara says here that she really misses Myla. And, um, Kalani just kind of says, oh, I'll enjoy it. Because now I think she regrets bringing her boys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And walks Angela. Now, again, I will put the trigger warning here because we are talking Angela as well. If you want to avoid this, however, it's freaking hilarious. Um, but if you want to avoid it, 100% understand. So... She says Yara has nice boobs. That's great. Um, Yara's really not about this right now. She's still really upset about the whole situation with the waking her up at two in the morning, the boombox, and all that. She's not about this. So Yara does bring that up with, with Angela. And she also mentions here that there was a video which we did see of Jovi licking Angela's cheek and actually lick her cheek. It doesn't look like he did, but um, yeah, that's weird too. Angela says she was just happy, and she wanted Yara to you know spend time be with her husband because she doesn't have that. But Angela, girl, she was sleeping, <laughs> and she tried that. He walked away from her. Um, anyway. Angela says, I'm bad. I know. And Yara says, no, you're not. I was just protecting my boundaries. And Angela says that um, she has no boundaries. That's the problem, sweetie. That's the problem. You need to have a little bit of boundaries. But Kalani does say here, well, you know, <laughs> some people do. <laughs> so you gotta respect it. Yara says, you know what, really and truly, I'm not upset with Angela. You know, I'm upset with Jovi. 
we've talked to Jovi about this, so we gotta let this one go. We gotta let it go. Bayara says she forgives Angela. This time, just don't do it again. So now we're back with the boys. We're doing this back and forth here between the boys and the, the women. So, um, the boys have gotten to the bar and Aspelu drinks his drink like he's also okay. He's like slurping through his straw. And he says that, you know, Kalani apparently feels that there is hope for Molly and Kelly. So Kelly says, you know, if this doesn't work out, he will be going back to New York. There's no point for him to stay in Georgia. Um, Jovi tells the guys, you know, our homework, we feel that, and we had sex, like, we feel that it's fine. <laughs> um, Australia says him and Kelly are on each other's shoes because they are sleeping separate from their partners. So we find out here that Swilu has never been to a strip club. And um, Jovi, 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 Jovi. Jovi thinks that it's essential for someone to go to a strip club because it's, it's essential for the American culture. No, the fuck it's not. This guy has a fucking problem. I'm sorry. He's addicted to the strip club. There's a problem here. He needs to go to some ship club anonymous. I don't know. It's so weird. Um, and of course, he kind of mentions, listen, last time I went to a strip club, I got slapped in the face. Right? And we do see that clip of when you York slapped him in the face. It's great. Apparently, Aswelu says, well, you know, he goes to the strip club and their marriage is good. It's not great. They're on this fucking show. I mean, it's better in comparison to everybody else's, that's for sure. But but anyway, he says, you know, when me and Kalani were good, she actually said to him that he could go to a strip club. And Jovi tells him, listen, don't kiss a stripper, though, or your tongue will turn white. <laughs> Kelly says that I'm still on that, man. I'm still on that. Kelly does say that him and Molly have gone to strip clubs together. Um, but he says the other women are not like Molly. They're going to get mad. They're going to get mad. He feels that something ha- will happen. Um, and they're definitely going to get upset. So we'll see. I don't know if Kalani would get upset. Yara will. <laughs> We've seen Yara continuously get mad at him for going to a strip club. Anyway. But they say, you know what? No one's going to know, right? We're going to get away with this. No, you're not. You're not getting away with this. Anyway, back with the women. So Angela's boob is vibrating. So what I didn't talk about, I skipped completely right over, is after their her assignment with Michael, he basically said, listen, put that thing, you know, how will you know if I'm thinking about you? What about a text message? What happened to communication? I'm sorry, I feel like when your marriage is completely run by sex, it's like, are you kidding? I feel like for me, listen, I love being able to have sex with my man. I love it. 
it's fun. It's great. It's a great way to connect in more ways than one. But yeah, it's great. Fine. However, a text message making me feel like he is thinking of me goes so much farther. Him telling me, you know, you know, he misses me or whatever the case may be. If he just texts me or whatever, I know when he's thinking of me, right? If it goes so much farther, right? Then him vibrating my boob. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, she, she, she opts to put the thing in her boob on her, on her boob, um, instead, um, because let's not make this look like the ugly truth. If you know, you know, if you've seen that movie, that's all I could think of was, oh my God, no, don't do that. But anyway, um, so that's why her boob is vibrating. So she pulls it out and they're like, what the fuck? And she explains actually and goes here and she now starts trying to touch Kalani with her vibrator. And Yara is getting really scared. But then she chases Yara with the vibrator in order to touch her with it. This is disgusting. It gets even more disgusting in a minute. Um... <laughs> This I found completely hilarious. While Yara is running, she literally keeps saying, I'm not horny today. I'm not horny today. I love her so much. That was freaking great. But yeah, that was funny. Anyway, we'll go back to the boys for a bit. And then we'll go back to the women and why I think that was fucking disgusting. Even more disgusting. So we're back with the boys. Azuelu describes what he thinks a strip club is. Right? When he thinks of it. So Jovi basically is not shutting up about it. He's explaining like what you can do and you know what kind of what happens because he's a fucking pro at this now. Um anyway, Azuelu wonders if Kalani was really tricking him. When she said she he could go to a strip club, but he says, I'll go wherever you guys go. So I guess they're going to the strip club. I guess we'll see how it happens next week. So we go back to the women and Angela is no longer chasing Yara. They sit down and Kalani asks, like, did you disinfect that? And she says, yeah, no. She didn't. She says, my shit don't stink kind of situation. I said, honey, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with whether or not your vagina stinks. Is this cleanliness to disinfect your toy after use? It's just, you know, clean it. Because, ew. I, I, ew. I, I, oh, she's disgusting. I'm sorry. She's gross. I don't understand why he's with her. I really don't. Because again, I'm coming from again from a perspective of my my boyfriend's African and stuff like that. And 
he has been very open with the fact that if he was ever with a woman that he found was just nasty, he doesn't put up with that shit. He doesn't put up with people who are nasty because he himself is not nasty. So something like that, he was like, that's fucking disgusting. You need to disinfect that shit. Like, you know, it's just, ew, 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 ew. Anyway. Um, so Connie is now talking about her homework. And Angela asks, who are you thinking about? And Kalani says, well, I have a couple home videos. And Angela says, of you and Oswalu? She shakes her head no. This girl. <laughs> the, um, she has videos of the hall pass guy, obviously. We're just going to get this part out of the way. Yara says that she's happy for Kalani and her happiness. Do you, girl, kind of thing. Angela takes a stance of, I'm going to stop there. Like, I have nothing more to say. But here's what I'll say. If you have, okay, here's what I'll say here. I'm going to back up a little bit here. I've had videos of previous people, right? Guess what? They're deleted. They're gone. I don't have them. When I entered into a new relationship or whatever, it's deleted. It's gone. Those they don't, they don't exist. So, yeah, you know. And even if I have to cheat, which I've, I didn't have not cheated on my current relationship. <laughs> I have definitely cheated in the past. I'll admit, but if I am going to cheat, I'm not going to record it. That's fucking stupid. Um, but. The fact that, okay, she says she's blocked him, fine. But he's clearly not out of sight out of mind because you turned to the videos that you had with him. And she does explain that when she thinks of Oswalu in a sexual way, it makes her sick. And she says, not because the sex is bad, it has nothing to do with that. But it has to do with the fact that, because he cheated. So, you know, that's what I think about. Number one, I have two points here. Number one, she has the ick, it's over. She can't come, if you cannot come back from that, it's over. Stop the shit. Stop stringing this shit along. You know, it's over. On the other hand, I'm really sick and tired of her playing the victim card here when you're like, oh, it makes me sick, it makes me sick. When you've cheated, you've cheated. As far as you know, more than he has at this point. You went further than he did. And you can't keep playing that card. I'm sorry, you just can't. That's how I feel. You cannot keep playing the card of, oh, it makes me sick. Get over it. Either you get over it or you leave him. Those are your options. Because you can't keep playing this fucking card. And that's the thing. I come from a place where I was in a similar situation. And yes, I did have to adjust myself and kind of be like, okay, I need to give myself the time because clearly this is affecting me. But eventually I got over it. You know what I mean? Because I decided to stay 
and I had to get over it. And I had to do it before, whatever. I had, I had to move on. But this was, this was the path we chose. The path was to try to work things out. And we, we did. And we were able to get past it. Only took me a few months and I was able to get past it. But I knew I didn't have a leg to stand on. Right? I just didn't. This girl doesn't have a leg to stand on. Because you two have cheated. And, yeah, I I don't know. It's very clear the minute she decided to sleep with this guy, things changed. Not just the physical aspect of things, but the emotional aspect of things. It just changed. And this is why you can't invite people into your marriage neither party should have invited people into their mar- into their marriage. You just can't do it. Either you need to fork on the things or move on and then do what you want to do. But this, this, this shit doesn't work. So anyway, that's basically it for the last resort. So next time on Liz wants some one-on-one time. Not one-on-one time, but wants some women time. You know, she hasn't had any girl time and uh, they're going to do that. And everyone is going to be there, including Angela. We are going to be doing some Karma Sutra. Yay. Maybe, just maybe the love is lost for both Molly and Kelly. We'll see. And Kalani mentions that she blocked off love for Svelu. She has had years of time to forgive him. You know, and she hasn't forgiven him. Even for something that he did in the beginning. Production asks, what did he do? Well, obviously we don't know that yet, but here's what I said. If this has anything to do with the quote-unquote cheating that she claimed he did before he had even moved to the States. I will lose my mind on her. I'm sorry, I really will, because guess what, honey? For those who don't remember, I mean, again, thank God for Reality Gaze, who goes back and re um, watches the shows that they didn't cover before. So we just finished with that season. Um, she literally claimed that he cheated on her when they actually had broken up. So technically wasn't cheating. They were on a break. Ross and Rachel style. I'll lose my mind on her. I will fair warning out from lose my mind because that's not cheating. That's him living his life because he's no longer with you. But anyway, we'll see what happens. But that is it for The Last Resort for this week. So if you like what you heard, please share Reality Tea times two with everyone in your life. Please spread the word. We would love to be able to grow this podcast by just spreading it around to everybody. Also, 
You can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That also helps with the growth. Again, you can get this podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also email us at Reality Tea Times 2 at Hotmail.com. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times 2. I have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. The link for that podcast will be in the show notes along with everything else will be um, at the show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Ludo, you can create clips, you can do your ads, as thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Ludo to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Ludo by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software. <laughs>